Welcome to another edition of Language of the Gods, where we discuss issues and topics relating to metaphysics, astrology, and astrotheology. Here we delve into the dark recesses of hidden knowledge in an attempt to draw out the truth which has been suppressed and distorted by a sinister hidden hand over centuries of control and manipulation as they work together towards their ultimate objective of global governance under an all-encompassing technological control grid. What came first? the planets and the solar system, or religious monotheism. The majority of people wrapped up within the day-to-day -day rituals and ideologies of monotheistic religions have no concept of where these religions came from. Prior to the creation of monotheism in all its expressions, an era of holistic planetary appreciation and star worship was practiced as a way to unite human consciousness in line with nature's rhythms and cycles, a basic but pure union between man, his environment and his creator. As time unfolded, breakaway groups joined together to focus their attention on the energetic vibrations of one planet over all the others, promoting its unique and individual characteristics within these cults through various rituals, ceremonies and ideologies. This was the birth of monotheism. The seven days of the week represent the seven planets and luminaries, which can be seen with the naked eye. The order of planets has a profound significance. It is an order not only found in English, but in many other languages, which supposedly evolved independently of one another. This ancient order of planets holds the key to understanding the foundations behind the major monotheistic religions. With each religion, adopting a specific planet, placing it at the centre of their ideology and worship. Judaism with Saturn, Islam with Venus, Christianity with Jupiter, and Buddhism with Mercury. From an astrological and geocentric perspective, we can determine that Monday is the first day in our planetary order 
as Monday represents the day of the moon, and the moon is the first celestial body out as we leave the earth. Luna is the Latin word for the moon, and una is another Latin word for the number one. From a religious perspective, the moon is represented here on earth by monks or moonks. From their moonistries, they observe the cycles and phases of the moon. They are moon watchers. Many moonks shave their heads to symbolize the moon and wear orange robes which could represent the color of the sky as the sun goes down giving way to the moon as the night approaches. Tuesday or Martis is Mars Day, the planet associated with proactive energy and martial-like activity. It is the god of war ruling Aries and Scorpio. It is the planet of the Aryans in the land of Aries during the epoch of the Ram. Wednesday is the day of Mercury, a planet associated with thinking and communication. It is the third day of the week. In Sanskrit, the word Buddha with one D means the planet Mercury. In Buddhism, many rituals and practices are undertaken in threes. At the Buddhist temple, when bowing, one makes three prostrations with three sticks of incense and when making a ceremonial procession around a temple or tomb it is done three times. In Buddhist tradition there are three poisons, three baskets of the Pali Canon and three aspects to the Eightfold Path. The astrological characteristics associated with Mercury, the planet known as the messenger to the gods are as follows, communication, intellect, awareness, logic and reasoning, thinking and how we express our thoughts, also how we get answers on a physical and psychological level. Buddhism is a religious philosophy. Through meditation and self-discipline one can achieve enlightenment. The whole mechanism behind the philosophy fits perfectly well within the characteristics of Mercurian energy. The meditation process facilitates a communicative balance between all levels of consciousness. In peaceful stillness, one can be in the space between thoughts, where all possibility exists. Buddha teaches that the unawakened mind falls into the trap of the three poisons and through the Dharma, the teachings of the Buddha, mind training can be achieved, leading one towards a righteous path, eliminating suffering which is caused by the three poisons, greed, hatred and delusions. Mercury rules over two signs of the zodiac, Gemini and Virgo. The energetic mottos for these two signs are I think and I examine, a perfect reflection of the philosophical approach of the Buddhist. Bangkok, 
the capital of Thailand, is at the heart of this Buddhist nation. The etymology of the name Bangkok is uncertain, although Bang is Thai for a village situated on a stream. Kok could be derived from the Hebrew word Kokhav, which means the planet Mercury. Thursday is the fourth day of the week, the day of Jupiter and the planet associated with Christianity. From its astrological glyph, it is the crescent of spirituality over the cross of the material realm, a glyph which is also used to represent the number four. It is the planet which ruled Pisces throughout the 2160 year epoch of the two fish. Jupiter Zeus or Jew Zeus was the personification of the planet who became the spiritual ambassador for the age. Christianity focuses mainly on the energetic frequencies given off by this planet and the luminaries of the sun and moon, giving a Christian perspective of the triad of consciousness. Using the law of attraction, they align their whole belief system with the energetic characteristics of this enormous planetary body, bringing forth and emphasizing its unique potential. Jupiter's astrological characteristics are a reflection of its size and physical nature. It is the king of the gods, the planet of plenty. It is tolerant and expansive. Attributes include good luck, bounty, optimism and growth. It comes with morality, gratitude, hope and honour. Jupiter can guide you to a sense of purpose and high ideals. Some of its pathways towards fulfilment come through learning, travel, challenges and philosophy. When humanity entered the age of Pisces, Jupiter the ruling planet became the new focus of spiritual energy emanating from the cosmos. It would naturally dominate during this epoch of 2160 years. The vice for Jupiter is gluttony. A recent study in the Journal of Religion and Health found that Christians are more likely to have a large body mass index than atheists and other religious groups. Aligning one's community or nation with the expansive energy of Jupiter will in time manifest these traits in a culture's reality. Contributing to the Christian's expansive domination around the world, Roman Catholicism has become one of the wealthiest institutions on earth. The Christian faith expanded to nearly every nook and cranny on the planet, leaving no stone unturned. Sunday became the preferred holy day in the Christian week. 
Seven is their most highly regarded number. It symbolizes completeness and perfection, both spiritually and physically. The number seven appears over 700 times in the Bible and is the foundation of God's word. Although Christians are associated with Jupiter, they are also equally aligned with the sun and the moon in a triad of Father, Son and Holy Spirit, choosing the day of the sun to focus on their faith. Thursday, Jupiter's day, is not entirely neglected. Holy Thursday is one of the most important days on the calendar of the Catholic religion. During the Last Supper, Jesus offered himself as the sacrificial lamb. He bid farewell to his followers before prophesying of his betrayal and subsequent death. All around the world, bishops and priests celebrate what is known as the institution of the priesthood, Holy Thursday, where a mass is held in which a senior bishop washes the feet of twelve Catholic priests. The feet are associated with the zodiac house of Pisces, and there are twelve priests, one for each house. This is a symbolic reconstruction of the moment when Christ washes the feet of the twelve apostles. The cross can also represent a four-pointed star symbolizing the day of Jupiter. There is no greater example of Jupiter's expansive gluttony expressed in the physical realm than the Christian festival known as Thanksgiving. And it is no coincidence that this festival is celebrated on the fourth Thursday in November. Jupiter rules over two signs of the zodiac, Pisces and Sagittarius, the mottos of which are I believe and I seek. Friday is Venus Day. It is the fifth day of the week. Muslims make up approximately 23% of the world's population. They follow the religion of Islam based on the book called the Quran, which is considered to be the word of God, revealed by the prophet Muhammad. Muslim is Arabic for one who submits to God. The planet adopted by this religion is Venus, the planet of love and liking. The number associated with Venus is five, and the Muslim holy day is Friday. They pray five times a day and adhere to the five pillars of Islam. On top of some mosques, you will see a crescent moon and a five-pointed star. The top of the mosque roof could represent the Holy Trinity, with the sun, the crescent moon and the five-pointed star of Venus. The astrological energetic characteristics of Venus include love, liking and the pleasures we take in life, along with our appreciation of the exquisite nature of all things, especially things which make us happy. 
including our luxuries and possessions. Venus also has a negative aspect, or vibe. This energy can be misused, transpiring as self-indulgent, self-centered, vain and superficial. The traditional vice for Venus is lust, which is understandable once you comprehend the characteristics of Venus, which was also linked to Aphrodite. This could be one reason why some Muslim women are required to wear the burqa in an attempt to reduce temptation in their male counterparts by keeping them away from lustful vices. The Muslim scholar and historian Al-Masudi reveals that Venus was the star of choice worshipped in Mecca, Tathrib and Yemen, which also hosts a Kaaba similar to the one found in Mecca. The Kaaba in Yemen was built specifically for the worship of Venus. Allah became a great and high star which descended every third part of the night to appear to his worshippers. In Islam in Light of History, Dr. Rafet Amari cites a source from Ali bin Burnan known as the author of Halabi. Allah descends to the heaven of this world when it is the last part of the night. It is clear that by the word of Allah they meant the morning star which they saw in the third portion of each night. Islam in Light of History The worship of Venus suddenly appears around the early time of the Assyrian Empire. Modern theories concerning the birth of Venus are in tune with the work of Immanuel Velikovsky. In his book, Worlds in Collision, his hypothesis has been partially corroborated by recent scientific discoveries. It is now believed that around 2500 BC, Venus entered our solar system, pulled in by Jupiter's immense gravitational force, propelling it towards the position and orbit it occupies today. The Kaaba in Mecca houses a very important stone. It is a meteorite which fell to Earth supposedly at the time of Adam, possibly from Venus as it passed by. It was set into the wall of the Kaaba by Muhammad in 605 AD. The stone was believed to have been white, the same colour as Venus when it was first discovered, but went black over time when combined with the bad energy of humans touching it. Muslims pray five times a day, and their first pre-dawn prayer meeting is known as the Fajr. Coincidentally, this takes place when Venus appears on the horizon at Mecca in Saudi Arabia. Saturday is Saturn's day. It is the sixth day of the week. Saturn's astrological glyph is an inversion of Jupiter's glyph. With the material realm, 
taking precedence over the spiritual realm. There is a bizarre hexagonal weather pattern on one of Saturn's poles, giving more credence to Saturn's relationship to the number six. Saturday is the Jewish Sabbath. They also use the six-pointed star of David to represent the Jewish faith. Submerging oneself in Saturnian energies will result in a specific character trait. The energies and characteristics of Saturn are as follows. Order, structure and control. Commanders to get to work and work hard. Discipline and responsibility. Limitations, frustrations, loss and restrictions. Organising one's time. Governs time from birth to death. Sense of tradition and conventionality. Perseverance and withstanding the test of time. Senior status brings authority. Pessimism and depression, along with the past. It takes 29 years for Saturn to perform one full orbit around the Sun and return back to one's natal chart position. This may be the reason why, in Jewish tradition, one could not enter into public ministry until the age of 30. Saturn is the sixth planet from the Sun and the second largest after Jupiter, a gaseous giant nine times bigger than the Earth, comprising mainly of hydrogen and helium. Together, Jupiter and Saturn account for 92% of the total planetary mass in our solar system. When one looks closely at the lives and habits of practicing Jews, it is possible to identify many of Saturn's energetic characteristics, some being of an admirable quality. Maybe the reason why we see a disproportionate number of Jews in positions of importance and authority is because they align themselves with the characteristics and qualities of this planet. They are the people of Saturn. Being without a homeland for most of their existence, the Jews have had a sense of insecurity, forcing them to organize themselves well by working hard, being responsible and disciplined, while helping to keep their faith and traditions together. They have a huge sense of tradition and must be applauded for preserving their heritage, which has withstood the test of time. They have great respect for their elders and are conventional within the boundaries of time. These are all Saturn's characteristics. A culture aligned with these energetic frequencies will inevitably reflect this in their reality. The number six is very important to the Jews, being the number associated with Saturn. It is found in many of their myths, writings and history. Saturn is represented as a six-pointed star or a hexagon. The Six-Day War was in the 1960s. In Exodus, there were 600,000 men. Israel has six letters. There are six Jewish fasting days per year. Noah was 600 years old 
when the flood waters fell onto the earth. Six million Jews died in the Holocaust. The siege of Jerusalem in 1099. 60,000 people were massacred. 6,000 Jews. Exodus. As he took 600 chosen chariots, and it shall come to pass on the sixth day that thou shalt prepare that which thou bring in. Six days shall thy labour and do all thy work. If thy buy a Hebrew servant, six years he shall serve. And six years thou shalt sow thy land and gather in the increase thereof. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. Black has for a long time been used to symbolise the planet Saturn, along with the shape of the cube. In traditional Judaism, the practice of wearing the tefillin is observed during weekday morning prayers. Two black leather cubes containing scrolls from the Torah are joined by leather straps. One cube is placed over the third eye and the other is placed on the subordinate arm with the straps wrapped around the arm like Saturnian rings. They go all the way down to the left hand and around the Saturn finger. This whole practice is a physical symbolic ceremony aligning oneself with the energetic frequencies of the planet Saturn, along with all its characteristics. It is also a common practice for Jewish worshippers to rock backwards and forwards at the western wall in Jerusalem. The wall is made from stone, the domain of Saturn. Rocking is a pseudo-sexual act, thrusting the base chakra forward, this is also Saturnian in nature. The worshippers also write notes which are placed within the cracks of the western wall's stone structure. These are prayer offerings of intent to Saturn's energetic consciousness. The wall faces west, opposite to what most religions practice, preferring the energies associated with the sun rising in the east the west is where the sun sets and gives way to the underworld, ruled by Saturn. From their initial foundations, most of these monotheistic religions developed, creating many offshoots and splinter groups perverting and deviating from the underlining philosophy and ideology which the original root religion adhered to. Just as a tree grows branches further and further away from the roots, some of these religious offshoots became unrecognisable to their parent foundation religion. Jupiter is king of the planets, but its domain has greater scope within the spiritual realm, as opposed to Saturn, which rules the physical, material world. This is why Jews, Saturn worshippers, had to be the ones who initiated the end of the physical Jews. This is part of the ongoing battle 
between the two opposing energies. It is important to point out the houses associated with both Jupiter and Saturn when trying to piece together the astrological forces at play concerning the modern world. Jupiter rules both Pisces and Sagittarius, the signs of I believe and I seek. The ninth house of travel, higher learning, religion and philosophy, and the twelfth house of karma and the subconscious. Saturn, on the other hand, rules Capricorn, I use, and Aquarius, I know. The tenth house of career, and the eleventh house of groups and friends. This is important when trying to understand the differences between Jupiterian Christianity and Saturnian Judaism. Saturn is also considered to be old father time and the teacher. And as the tenth house is the house of career, it is no surprise to discover, although Jews are only two to three percent of the American population, they make up almost half of the country's billionaires. Christianity has generally been associated with seeking philosophical answers, higher learning, belief and spiritual wisdom, while Judaism has been associated with Capricorn's I use, usury, career, business and hard work. Judaism is also synonymous with the 11th house of groups and friends, i.e. friends of Israel. As we move further away from the age of Pisces, materialism will take over from the crescent of spirituality, leaving the cross of the physical realm to take precedence. Saturn will take over from Jupiter and we will no doubt see the Messiah of the old age being replaced by a new one, an individual who represents all the characteristics of the new Aquarian age of the water bearer. It will eventually become clear that Jesus the personification of Jupiter Zeus will only be with us till the end of the Piscean Age. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age.
history appears to be cyclical, not progressively lineal, as mainstream Darwinists want us to believe. They suggest we are at the peak of human evolution, where each generation becomes progressively more intelligent and sophisticated than those who went before. This cannot be true due to the number of ancient megalithic remnants scattered all over the planet from a previously sophisticated civilization. Enormous megalithic monuments and remains, some of which are impossible to recreate with today's technology. The astrological great year of approximately 26,000 years in total backs up the cyclical hypothesis with 12 epochs, each one being 2,160 years long. Each epoch or sign of the zodiac moves backwards in time in a procession of the equinoxes, giving way to various ages ruled by different planets. As we leave the age of Pisces, the age of the two fish, with its motto, I believe, we say goodbye to its optimistic ruling planet, Jupiter, the planet of goodwill, good fortune, and expansive abundance. We leave its spiritual energy reflected in its personified ambassador, Jupiter Zeus, Jesus. Prior to the Piscean Age, from 2150 BC to the time of Christ, humanity experienced the age of Aries, the Ram, ruled by the planet Mars. Here we see the birth of Abraham, or Abram. We see pharaohs with the names like Ramesses, and Toth Moses, or Toth Marses. We see the prophet Moses leading the Israelites. Mars is the planet of proactive movement in a specific direction. Consequently, for Moses or Marses to be leading the Israelites out of Egypt expresses characteristics similar to that of the planet Mars. After meeting with God on Mount Sinai, Moses came down with a new set of rules for a new epoch. He began to blow the ram's horn, telling his followers they are no longer required to worship the bull of Taurus, because they are now in the new age of Aries. 2,160 years before the age of Aries, it was the age of the bull, Taurus. This was the epoch of bull worship. The Egyptians had the Apis bull, along with Nut and Hatha, depicted as bulls. One of the first Egyptian pharaohs was named Ka, an Egyptian word which means bull. Now we are beginning our collective journey into the new age of Aquarius not only ruled by Saturn, but shared rulership with Uranus, the planet of revolution, rebellion, 
independence and new technology, a shared rulership which will only last for the first 1,000 years, after which Saturn will take full control. This is confirmed in Revelation 20. When the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison.